we are burned out or we are non-magnetic or we have such a difficult time sustaining being helpful and serving. Not because we're not knowledgeable or skilled or greatly gifted by the divine, but because we are withholding active love and care from ourselves. I'm Nat Olson, and this is the Numerology Chick Podcast. Let's use the ancient wisdom of the numbers and our connection to our spiritual life to become guided and resourced professionals, move into that next level, bring in enchantment, impact, and income into our lives. Hey you, welcome back. All right, well, I'm going to be talking about something this month that at first blush, might not seem controversial, but I think it actually is. We're going to be talking about what it takes to actually be a powerful, magnetic, impactful healer. And when I say healer, I'm putting that in air quotes. (laughs) I'm going to be talking about the really good reasons that that word has a bad rap and why it might actually make your skin crawl. But yet the curiosity, the desire is still there. You want to know how can you increase your magnetism and your effectiveness as a healer or service professional? How can you create sustainable impact in your business and your life? And how can you do all of that and also neutralize burnout and break cycles of overgiving and overworking? And how can you remedy the resentment that pops up and even the stinginess within you? And how can you actually create healthy ecosystems in your family or your relationship or in your business all while you are working with the archetype of the healer or the number six in numerology? We're gonna dive into all that juicy stuff in just a second. But before we do, I want to just say thank you. Thank you to everybody who has journeyed with me. I've done this podcast now for, I don't know, six or seven years. Thank you for being here. If the Numerology Chick podcast inspires you and you want more, you can share it with friends and family. You can donate. There's always a link in the show notes to do so. You can rate it over on your podcast app. That helps out so much. And all new this year, you can go over and join the seventh floor on Patreon. So if the thematic of this month really lights your fire, if you want to do deeper work on this topic of becoming an impactful healer, you can join the seventh floor on Patreon for $5 a month. And by the 15th of each month, you will receive an audio prayer, meditation, a riff by me to imprint new thoughts and new beliefs around the theme of the episode. Check it out. There's a link in the show notes to join. Now let's dive in. So my girlfriend calls me last weekend right when I am working on the script for this podcast episode. So here I am making notes on what it means to be an impactful and inspiring and magnetic healer and what it means to not be that. And my girlfriend says, Nat, 
need to process this horrible client experience that I just had. This client that came to my friend is a famous, well-known spiritual teacher, and she happened to also be the most unkind and disrespectful, condescending, critical person that my friend ever worked with in her three decades of healing work. As she was telling me the story, I was cringing. It was like when you watch a person mistreat a waiter, you know, or you watch someone on a power trip, someone out to put others down, someone who is a bully, someone who is this like walking wound, bleeding on everyone else. But what makes it even horrible is they're selling band-aids while they do it, right? This is definitely somebody who is not an embodiment of what they teach and preach, but even worse is the antithesis of it. And I'm being honest with you here. My girlfriend is sweet and kind, and I think her problem is being accommodating. (laughs) She's love on wheels. This wasn't somebody having a bad day. This wasn't a misunderstanding. This was an unkind, mean person. So she was processing, how could this be? How could this spiritual teacher, this healer, be so negative and dark and horrible when she's so well-known for her intellectual work? And I was like, girl, I got you. (laughs) I've been in this field for so many decades, and I'll tell you, I've learned from the number six. It's because... There is this propensity in all of us when we're working with the archetype of the six, the healer, to preach and serve others while our own lives and houses and bodies are in disorder. To put on that facade while our foundation is rotting. And so... Although this person was on TV shows and radio shows and has a best-selling book, behind the scenes, she was struggling in every which way, financially, relationship, body, and obviously struggling to even navigate in interpersonal relationships with any grace. And it wasn't because she wasn't knowledgeable and it wasn't because she was skilled or deficient in intelligence or passion. It was because she was starving. And this is the most powerful, magical lesson of the six that the most unkind people, the most mean people, the people that are struggling the most are the most neglected and starving, but they are the most neglected and starving by their own hands. And that's the kicker. They never place the healing balm on themselves. And although this is an extreme example, this client is in all of us. It's in our addiction to help others and the hope that somehow, somewhere, we will help others enough that somebody will then be able to like give us the magical key. The magical key to suddenly 
feel worthy, to take care of ourselves, to be loved, to feel that we matter. But it never happens. It's that part of us that helps others until we're bleeding and writhing in our own I do it for you importance. And then we snap. It's the part of us that meddles, that goes into other people's houses or lives and preaches or proselytizes while our own kingdoms are rotten and barren and cracked with drought. We've all done it. We all still have the urge to do it, right? It's the, the part of us who deceives others with our intellect while underneath, oh, underneath we have a hurt and starving heart. So we are burned out or we are non-magnetic or we have such a difficult time sustaining being helpful and serving and even running a business, let's say. Not because we're not knowledgeable or skilled or greatly gifted by the divine, but because we are withholding active love and care from ourselves. I have worked with enough sixes in my private practice to notice how strong this lower function of the six is, the martyr, right? This idea that if I I sacrifice and suffer and give to you or the cause, then things will get better. That the more that I sacrifice, the more effective I am. And this is the most unimaginative and flat and illogical storyline and belief that someone set in motion, who knows who, thousands of years ago, this idea that as you withhold from yourself or bypass yourself or make yourself immune from the good, you give to others. That the more that you withhold from yourself, the more that other people benefit. This one premise, this one belief that so many of us still function on, even myself, is the cause of so much suffering. It is a virus that runs the show and creates disease and a lack of wellness and and creates dysfunction in family and relationship and can even dovetail into abuse. The six teaches that to be an impactful and magnetic healer, you give to yourself. You must stretch your edges to receive more. The six teaches that the more you flourish, the more you influence. I think that if you're listening to this podcast, you're a deep swimmer. (laughs) I am too. I think deep swimmers are proficient at the hidden of life and even the darkness of life, right? Like we know how to live in the low-lying places. We have a big threshold for suffering. We know how to normalize mediocrity. We know how to be okay when our needs aren't being met. We might even take pride in that. These are all aspects of the lower function of the six. 
but one of the greatest spiritual skills that we're collectively deficient in. And I think one of the skills that you see is a virus that runs rampant in quote unquote healer circles is the ability to allow more resource and good into your own life and to see that doing so creates a kind of magical impact. It creates this domino effect of self-responsibility and empowerment. Rising tides lift all boats. So this month, I'm going to ask you to do something that is so good that you're not going to want to do it. I want you to break the cycle of sacrifice. I want you to stop seeing withholding yourself from goodness as a virtue. I want you to start to see it as hypocrisy. The way we're going to do this is through the little love challenge. The purpose of the six is to use love as a transformative force in our environment, to use love to create healthy and flourishing ecosystems within families, communities, businesses, industries within the world. The six is about love. But the way that we quote unquote heal, the way that we ask people to rise to the occasion, to play their part, is by being an example. Is by giving to ourselves what we so freely give or what we so freely want for others. So the challenge is giving ourselves six little loves per day. Little loves is actually a term that I got from another girlfriend of mine. I'm going to put her website in the show notes. Her name is Gina Renee. And she taught me this and it changed my life. Little loves are a small choice for you and your happiness. It's an action that is about choosing you and your joy. And it could be anything, but it's something that feels so loving to you. So in this challenge, you're going to perform six little loves a day. Yeah, six of them. This is extravagant. This is luxurious. This is an experiment to see what happens when you actually finally open up the floodgates to your own garden. Examples of little loves are buying takeout for lunch that makes you feel good and nourished, getting up early to do yoga or going to the gym, being intentional about the outfit that you choose for the day or taking an extra five minutes to put your makeup on and have fun decorating yourself. It could be going to bed early because you want to or staying up later because it feels so good. It could be watching something that makes you laugh, telling your spouse you do not want to watch another crime documentary. (laughs) It could be taking something off your plate. 
saying no to a party or an event that you want to go to and instead reading that book in your backyard as the wind wisps through the trees. It could be buying the higher quality version of that thing, stopping at the grocery store and being a little extra and buying yourself the bar or the kombucha that you want as a snack for break or for lunch. It could be flirting or drinking an extra glass of water or just drinking water at all. (laughs) The possibilities are endless. Love has a way of speaking uniquely to us but giving us exactly what we need. But we perform six little loves for us a day. And I want you to notice, and I want you to see how generous it is to choose you. I want you to see the overflow that ensues when you give yourself these little loves. I want you to notice the breakthroughs that happen. And actually how by doing the six little loves a day, you become a trendsetter. You become a force of nature that is no different than the thing that you see on Hollywood movies. Emanating, delivering an energy into your work, into your conversations, into your emails, into your household that shifts the tides. The thing that heals the world are people who are full and fed and are sitting on a seat of flourishing. You cannot become poor enough to make someone rich. You cannot become sick enough to make someone well, right? I want you to be one of those people who is blooming and flourishing and seeing that doing so is actually what makes you more influential and more impactful. I want you to see that by being more and doing less, you serve more greatly. Take note of the money you make. Take note of the clients or the customers or the revenue that you attract. Take note of the compliments that you receive or the improvement in your love or your relationships. Take note of your inner state of being and the peace and the serenity that you feel. Take note of how if you were feeling resentful or stingy that suddenly you feel a generosity of spirit. You are confronting one of the biggest lies that still runs rampant with this number six. It is not the case that the more that you give, the more effective you are. It is not the case that the more that you sacrifice or withhold from yourself, the more that others get. The more that you flourish, the more that you change the world. I want to share one last thing. One of the other things that the six is known for is being a number of community. I mean, ultimately, it wants communities and ecosystems to thrive right? And so the little love challenge is also a way for you to practice the art of nourishing and feeding yourself among others. Nourishing and feeding yourself and reaching towards the light, even if others aren't. And it's noticing that you can coexist with family, with community, with your fellow man and give generously to yourself 
and that when you do this and you do it consistently over time, you have fruit to share like a human cornucopia. (laughs) You delight and inspire and awaken others with your harvest. The greatest healers are not the ones who do healing on others. They are the ones who are healed and who are whole and who are flourishing. And just by being in their presence, others are inspired to take care of themselves. If you're going to join me in the little love challenge, six little loves a day for the whole month. (laughs) I know we're going extravagant here. Please let me know over on the blog if you need help brainstorming on what these ideas might be please comment also comment over on instagram and we can help each other come up with great ideas now just a reminder over on patreon i will be uploading a bonus audio to help you along in the little love challenge so if this is extra itchy for you if this is really uncomfortable or if you're super excited and you want to just like dive in and do this work even deeper make sure to become a Patreon member over on the seventh floor. I'll be delivering that bonus audio by the 15th of the month. And if you're intrigued by this, if you're like, I've got a six in my chart, or I want to know what my numbers are, I want to know how to be in the higher function of them so that I can be impactful and be influential and share my gifts with the world, I am currently enrolling clients in my VIP packages. So there will be a link in the show notes to schedule an intro session where we can get to know each other, where you can learn about the two primary numbers in your chart, and we can assess if this work is an answer to your prayer. I'm sending you big hugs, and I cannot wait to talk with you guys again next month.